And now a man drinking a soda. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, boy. I'm drinking LaCroix. Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. I'm drinking a Diet Coke. I'm drinking LaCroix Innocent. It's the flavor of Keith Raniere and Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, <laughs> they have their own LaCroix. It's called Innocent. And it's the flavor mm -hmm. of innocence. The flavor of doing uh, nothing wrong, really. Yeah, it's, it's rose water and pomegranates. Very mm. gross. Pomegranates. You can't get those apart. Can't, can't even, uh, even attempt to eat those without it just looking like a massacre. Yeah, just uh, yeah. You could just split open a bunch of pomegranates. It's a fucking gore movie, uh, like pomegranates yeah. and passion fruit. That shit is just you know. Uh, show me a fucking ISIS beheading hey, you before it, you show me. It is a gore movie. A pomegranate. It's a gore yeah. movie. It's an inconvenient fruit. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a gore movie. Uh, an inconvenient fruit sounds like. A mid-90s, like, ultra-low-budget gay movie with, like, <laughs> terrible sound about <laughs> about a about a, a gay man who you, me, and Dupree is another gay, uh, gay couple's wedding or yeah. something like that. There's three guys named Slater. <laughs> yeah. They're all in a, they're all in a tenderloin condo loft, and, uh, you know, Slater 3 can't get it together. <laughs> do we already talk he about the, is the do, inconvenient fruit do we already talk about the chinese food i had or is that just before we started recording that's I, before we started tell uh, me about this this chinese food you it's from right uh now. pan city no no land city noodle land city noodle yeah hand pulled noodle oh, got yeah. that hand pulled noodle filled me up like it's just like ah oh, so much noodle the broth it's not machine pulled no nah, it's not knife cut or machine pulled or robot yeah. pulled you're not going to be able to automate the noodle pulling <laughs> no in the future that's you see that's what they're afraid of yeah is that if we automate the noodle pulling then nobody will you know get with each other who's gonna pull my noodle <laughs> who is gonna pull my noodle is it gonna be a robot or is it gonna be a flesh and blood ideally it's a it's just a warm robot you know? I, like, I feel I, like i like a prison guard you know pull my noodle <laughs> uh man <laughs> Whenever I picture sex bots, I always picture for some reason they're just made of steel. It's just gnashing steel. I don't know why. I mean, I guess they already have that one. That there was that one story about that guy from Kazakhstan who married a sex doll. Yeah. Well, in Germany, where prostitution is legal and robot police is also legal, they've combined the sex bots with the police, and so often the Hot. the the robot that arrests you is the robot that will later pull your noodle. <laughs> Uh, wait, are there a bunch of entrapping, you know, sex robots? It's not you know? entrapment because it's legals there. So no, uh, they just—it's another see. source of revenue because you know they have a—they've defunded their police, so the police had to come up with a new source of revenue, which of course was OnlyFans for the police, which morphed into yeah. sex robots that are the police, yeah. which now is, you know, it's a way of de—you know—de-escalating the violence if the person right. arresting you is also a hot, sexy robot. Yeah, don't defund the police, turn them into robots, and have them pull your noodle. Yep. But it's not hand-pulled noodles. It's claw-pulled noodles. <laughs> they have horrible robot claws, which they're using to masturbate you, and it's very painful. And as you jizz into the robot, uh, it starts malfunctioning, 
and you th- you thought this w- they would have figured this out when they're programming the robots. You know, if it gets jizz on it, it starts short circuiting, and the robot you know suddenly gains sentience, and you know it, it uh, you know sprays jizz on all the other robots, allowing them to gain sentience, and suddenly you have this uprising of German robots. But it was. Uh, you know, okay, because Germany had experience crushing an influential minority before, so. Whoa, dude. Can you say that? <laughs> oh, man. I don't think you can say that in Canada, man. Uh, you can say uh, So, <laughs> a corollary to last week's story. An Adam corollary. Of Adamson barbecue. Yeah. Adam corollary. An Adamson corollary. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, there was an actual neo-Nazi there. I think we were just we were just speculating that the Nazis showed up because where QAnon goes, you know, the the Nazis are are not too far away. And uh, sure enough, you know, there was the actual. I forget his name. It's something like From Paul From, I believe his name is, and he's like the actual. He's the guy. You know, he's the Canadian neo-Nazi guy. Before that, our neo-Nazi guy was Ernst Zundel. Lots of lots of. Uh, legal cases, lots of free speech laws mm. concerning the actions of one Mr. Ernst Zundel, I who discovered was a hate a, speech man. I discovered it near me. I'm not going to say too closely where. There's a German restaurant called Metzger's, and uh, there's also, <laughs> from Michigan, a famous white supremacist with the last name Metzger, so a little, okay. so a little it's, curious. It's, it's his restaurant. Yeah. Well, I think he's dead, but it could be like you know, maybe a branch of the Metzger dynasty. Okay. You know, I think it dynastically, you know, most of the time. Yeah, like Joe Hitler in Long Island, you know, he's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, yeah, that that would be just funny, just like distant cousins of Nazis, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, my great uncle twice removed was Goering. Uh, my name is Keith Goering. <laughs> uh. uh Jeff Hess, you know, <laughs> and let's not forget about dear old Chad Himmler, <laughs> Chad. Chad Himmler of uh, of West Tampa, Florida. Well, let's see. Let's check the show notes. And look, it looks like just about an hour ago, good old Rudy was uh, and it was announced by Trump, none other than Trump himself, President Trump, that is, mm-hmm. that Rudy's got the uh, coronavirus disease he has the virus he's got it and you know none of them have died from it chris christie has not died from it the Mm -hmm. most unhealthy man in the world chris christie whose his name is crisp crispy he he is a sentient crispy cream donut Mm, that changed into a man yummy he should have died of the coronavirus but he didn't but rudy will (laughs) <laughs> I'm putting Rudy, my chips down. You're putting your chips down. Okay, I I'm will. my chips down. I will bet you on air $500 that Rudy does not die. <laughs> Whoa! All right, Whoa. dude. Here we go. And uh, I don't not, know how. I'm not I, honoring yeah. this bet. Come on. I'm Coward. not that strident. I'm not confident. In my, I'm not truly confident in my opinions. The you swagger win, of the man you that you heard 30 five, seconds ago is gone. 500 American dollars. Better than Canadian. I'll send it to you in American dollars in the, post, okay. in the postal mail. $501 You're sweetening bills. the... Well, how long does, like, if he eventually, you know, dies of, uh, say, blood clots, but COVID contributed to it? 
No, it doesn't you know, count. Would that count? No, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't count. What's the window of time you're giving me for him to die of COVID? In the next, he has got a month. He's he's on for a month. So let's see. Today is December sixth. If he's not dead by January sixth, I win five hundred dollars. No, I, I mean I can't. None of these guys get in trouble. They obviously yours is the stronger bet because it's like the universe keeps rewarding these crazy people. Uh, for no reason. Okay, how about I this? mean, for if he dies, I'll give you a thousand. If he doesn't die, you give me five hundred. Why are you trying to do this? <laughs> what are what is in this for you? Uh, if I I don't, I don't know. I just love the thrill. I'm gonna become a gambling addict. I've now that you now that you've quit all your vices, you have to. You're just finding yeah. a new one. Actually, no, a, I'm, I'm back on the weed. Back um, on you're it. back on the weed. I'm back on it. How's it's that going? Me, it's got me in its clutches. Oh damn, that's super weed. Yeah. What what prompted you being back on the weed? Um, dying of bore, nearly dying of boredom. Nearly, <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> oh, you were reading all those books about the 14th century. I thought you were feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you still read though? No. Have you? Nope. Lost okay. the ability immediately. <laughs> now I'm dumb again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Reading is for suckers. And I can, I can browse. I can browse the social networks and kind yeah. of just go. <laughs> <laughs> you could just barf. Yeah. You could just you could just post unrelated stuff onto other people's uh, accounts. Remora yourself to a big account, and then then everyone will love us. Then they'll see. Then they'll see what we have to offer. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The weed is... I should quit weed. I feel like it is interfering with my life. It is... Uh, it's, it's. It started making me paranoid, like people said. It never made me paranoid before. Uh, but it's starting to get to the point where I'm seeing the ghost demons... I'm seeing the little Rudy Giuliani's in the back of my mind, you know. Oh, he's such a little that, ghost demon. Mm-hmm. He's like two feet he's, tall. He could fit on your shoulder. Yeah. He's a little goblin. He's, you know how, like, uh, you know how people said in Harry Potter the goblins were anti-Semitic? They were really anti-Italian. They yeah. were modeled after Rudy yeah, Giuliani. I know I was saying that the whole time about the there anti-Italian go. goblins. <laughs> I've been saying that the whole time. <laughs> I miss having is Bill De Plazio, He's Italian in name only, you know. It's, well, what do you not, mean? He's not really. In, he's not a real Italian, you know. What, what do you? What's a real like from Sicily? Is that the real? Because he's maybe he's yeah, just, just a northern Rudy, style Italian. Rudy Giuliani is like a rejected Sopranos character who just is in real life mm. and who emerged in the sphere to, twenty to, years before the Sopranos. De Blasio is Ohio style Italian. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah, he's deep dish pizza. Yeah, he's deep dish Italian. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. cut him into squares. We cut the pizzas to squares. Bro, you're a casserole. You know what? Bro, you're a fucking cheese casserole. You know what's horrifying here in Michigan is that they don't have pizza like New York. They don't have, of course, they don't have New York style. They don't have Chicago style. They have Detroit style, which is like I kind of like Detroit style. Some kind of, some kind of like uh, uh, a abomination where the cheese is under the sauce i don't even know the what cheese it is. is under the sauce 
the cheese is under the sauce <laughs> so that the sauce is cold yeah. on top. Do you understand? Yeah. And it has an interesting contrast of textures and temperatures. Yeah, Detroit-style they... <laughs> pizza. It's shitty, like Detroit. Yeah, they, they bake a, some. They bake mozzarella on the dough and <laughs> put cold sauce on it. They put the cold sauce. <laughs> You're just laughing at the fucking cold sauce, at the at the the indolence, the arrogance of this arrangement of pizza. Yeah. Someone said, "Hey, I think we can do better than pizza," and uh, they invented this square piece of shit. Yeah, so I've been making my own pizza, which also sucks, but it's like, it's better. It's better than Steven-style pizza is better than Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, well, I get the dough. I get some frozen dough. I defrost it. I stretch it out. I put some uh, sauce on it, not too much, and and then then on top of the sauce, I put the cheese, and then I will bake the whole thing together, you know, Mm. in the natural order of things. (laughs) The way that God intended yeah, so this uh, this election, they are, I guess they stole it really, really good, because they can't yeah. seem to unsteal it. Mm. Man, speaking of Rudy Giuliani, you see that drunk lady who was testifying? Yeah, from Michigan. Uh, M- Michigan. From Michigan. It's all happening in Michigan. Yeah, M- Michigan has made made the stage this year. Um, we've made SNL. We are now uh, officially a state that people can make fun of. That drunk lady is very Michigan. That's very Michigan vibes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. I looked I mean, her Michigan, up. Michigan vibes are like... I, I always felt uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead sort of captured it a lot. It's It's sort of... It's also sort of feels like Dark Souls, where you're just in this, you know, the final days of this decaying universe, and everybody is in sort of this strange camo print fantasy land. Uh, That's Michigan. Where yeah, everyone's yeah. in cam- everyone's in camo and neon, and there's trash on the side of the road, and no sidewalks, yeah. and you're sort of walking around in the garbage when you go places. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of like it's like Mad Max, but mildly more polite. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. we could go Mad Max quickly, I was thinking, you know. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. the Republicans want, is like a Mad Max-style world. I've come to realize. Yeah. I mean, I do you think you could survive in the Mad Max-style world? Because like, I could survive in a yeah. post-apocalyptic scenario, it but really, not... It's all comes down to luck. Like, if you, you know, you just got to stay hidden away and squirrel away the necessary things you need, like water, oil for your car, for mm. gas for your car, because your car is, like, where you live, because it's a Mad Max world. Mm. So you just need water, oil, gas, and, like, biscuit, you know? Hard tack. Biscuit, yeah, get some hard tack, yeah. <laughs> Dried meat uh, leather, a hu- human <laughs> human meat leather. Yeah, boil some <laughs> onions, you know. Boil some <laughs> onions in like shiny water, like yeah. shiny multicolored yeah. water because it's got oil in it. Yeah, yeah, but and you can't find any salt, so you use rock salt. You use uh, road salt. Oh, Tastes God. pretty crunchy. Mm. Tastes pretty gnarly. Delicious, snow. delicious road salt. It doesn't snow anymore. We have all this road salt. I guess we can we can uh, flavor our carrion with it. Got some roadkill. <laughs> yeah. Human roadkill. 
Oh man, that would be that would be a pretty cool saw death if they just just piled a bunch of salt on somebody and just cured them to death. Mm. Can you do that? Can you salt someone to death? I bet you could so if you just buried somebody in salt, but you gave them like a breathing apparatus, mm -hmm. they could still breathe, but I bet like the salt would eventually eat through them. Nice. Well, we should try it with like a with like a, a large boar. Mm. Do an animal test first. That's the only mm. humane thing to do. Yeah. To see if it works. Well, maybe you would maybe you'd boil them first and then salt them. But then I feel like the slow burn wouldn't be. Or like, or you know what? You you <laughs> uh, you bathe someone in vinegar. That would be that would definitely start dissolving. Gonna, you I want to kill all like my enemies uh, via sous vide. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you're gonna compress them in a. I feel like they would die of suffocation once you compress them in the bag. Like the boiling part, it wouldn't matter. Like putting them under. Right. Well, what 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 what, what is the thing? A convection twister. Convection. A convection oven? dildo. Convection. A convection oven? dildo. What do you use for sous vide? Oh, for to make you gotta yeah you put them in an airtight bag and then um. Put put them in some like slightly warm water, like 180 degrees below boiling, I, so that when I they see. come out, they're perfect. <laughs> you know? They they come out perfect. They come out all gray. No, the just meat's all gray, like pink on the inside. You know, perfectly done. That's how I kill all my enemies. So that you get a reverse serum after <laughs> so that, that in order to get the Maillard reaction. <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be a great episode of Hannibal. Is just him trying to do a whole body sous vide. Yeah, and him saying, "I may have overshot my load on this one." Yeah, <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal, when it gets rebooted, just gets more and more ridiculous. That'd be great. They are gonna. I think they it. should reboot Hannibal as just like um, a binging with Babish style show. Yeah, Han Hannibal like and Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, he shows you how to make dishes. Uh, that are implied to be human, but you know you can use you can substitute pork at home if you want. But we're using long pork, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I want to sabotage the binging with Babish guy somehow. Why? He seems nice. I want to like sneak into his apartment and leave the gas on so that when he <laughs> when he like does some kind of esoteric like this stove, it has to be started with a flint, and then he'll just blow up his whole apartment. What do you have against him? Why? Because he's bourgeois now. And he's got um, he's 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 got sh like the weird like, he's like a little ripped dude. I think. Is he a me. ripped? Yeah. He doesn't seem that ripped. Yeah, he's like a little ripped dude. He's like one of those. Is he a little ripped dude? What do you have against little ripped? Dudes? He's like one of those little ripped dudes that get ripped. You you you're spooked out of those little ripped dudes. Yeah, he's and he's too good at cooking, and he's too like muscly and good at cooking. Um, he doesn't seem he doesn't seem that toit and muscly. He doesn't he's seem to have that like Bruce toit. Lee. Yeah, he's toit. That's toit. Andy Samberg says that he's very toit. <laughs> I got uh, to take him out because he's a threat. <laughs> who who else is a little rip dude that you can't? Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller is the quintessential little rip yeah. dude. Yeah. Where it's like it's unsettling how ripped he is yeah, versus no, how short he is. I had a know? plot to take him out too when uh, Zoolander came out. Yeah. Another threat. Couldn't handle that shit. Uh uh. Yeah. Uh uh. Call it Don't what you like want. That shit. Call it what you want. I'm gonna take you out. Kevin Hart is a little rip dude, but I don't know. Black people can do it better. You for got some taken reason. out. 
someone took he's him out. He's not unsettling. Yeah, Kevin someone... Hart's not unsettling for being ripped. Well, yeah, no, it's people. Someone took him out. He's not. He got canceled for saying stuff on Twitter uh, ten years ago. Remember? He didn't. No, he got off. Uh, he 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 didn't host the Oscars. That was the. But no one canceled him. Yeah, but Ellen the, forgave him. That's but the end then of your Ellen career. got canceled. After you don't host the Oscars, that's the end of your career. Where do you go from there? <laughs> Everyone, everyone who's hosted the Oscars, it's just been great for their yeah. career. Kevin Spacey, uh, <laughs> he ho- he never John, hosted the Oscars. John Ritter, uh, let's see who else went on to great who things. Who else hosted the Oscars? No, see, John Ritter's uh, dead. Uh, Kevin Spacey's a rapist. fatty Arbuckle. Uh, yeah, let's see. Malcolm X. Uh, he. Uh, <laughs> Fred Hampton hosted the Oscars. Oh, uh, then the FBI canceled, shot him in the We're face. We're getting canceled now. Shit. Um. Uh, so Rudy can fail. Rudy. Rudy can fail. I think we learned a message that. message to you, Rudy. Well, we were talking about, you, you mentioned Keith Ranieri and Ghislaine Maxwell earlier. Mm-hmm. And so another theory that I have, more confident than I have of the Rudy dying of coronavirus theory, is that uh, Rudy is going to be the ultimate fall guy for all the Trump shit. Mm-hmm. He is just going to be the one somehow all the liability lands on his head because it's the perfect denouement to his just incredible run of clownish buffoonery that he's been on for like the past month where it's just week after week something crazy and embarrassing happens to him yeah it's nuts Uh, ever since borat started like yeah it's just been escalating and i think you know the final humiliation is that Flynn and Roger Stone and all these people get off and you know Rudy is left holding the bag he's the final stooge you know he's the final rube and in prison he meets Hotep Cosby who says to him Rudy <laughs> and there you know they team up <laughs> Rudy right. Rudy gets with the Rudy, NOI Rudy and Hotep Cosby are going to team up what an epic team oh man they would get into shenanigans <laughs> These are epic shenanigans. Yeah, they're they're like tripping people. They're having fun, you know. Rudy's farting a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cosby's off just hot Cosbying people, which is putting stuff in their drinks, and Rudy's just mm-hmm. coming up with arguments for why they did it to themselves. <laughs> and they get in trouble uh with the opposing gang led by Keith Ranieri and Ghislaine Maxwell. Right. So- Keith Raniere because this is an all gender prison. Keith, no, okay. Keith Raniere and Ghislaine Maxwell are in the same jail in Brooklyn right now. The Metropolitan like Correctional Department. It's a federal jail in Brooklyn. They're both there. Of course, there's a COVID mm-hmm. outbreak because that's how they're going to get rid of Ghislaine. But I think now is an unprecedented opportunity for Keith Raniere to start Nexium inside on the inside. This time on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> because they're perfect for each other. It's like he yeah. he lost his most powerful followers, but perhaps gained an even more powerful potential follower in jail because Ghislaine, she is perfectly suited for the job that he's offering right now, which is, mm-hmm. you know, bringing him sex slaves. Because that's, yeah. That's what, that's what her old boss had her do, and that's what Keith Raniere's into. Yeah, his girl Friday. That's what you want. Except, you know, Friday is the day that the sex slaves get shipped in. Oh, I thought it was like the girl's name was Friday. No, no, no. Friday refers to the date on on which the sex slaves are shipped. I think Robinson Crusoe got canceled because of the... Remember his, like, uh, his slave friend Friday? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he was. I see. Can can you cancel Robinson Crusoe? You it's sure like can. I feel it's like uh, that was another thing that happened recently was all these YA authors were talking about the fucking classics and fucking oh, English yeah. class fucking suck. I don't want to read fucking Huck. Huck Finn is racist. Yeah. Well, they like, also put Chaucer on that list. They were like, "Don't read Chaucer." And I'm like, "Well." Yeah, Who reads Chaucer in high school? I we I read Chaucer in in uh, in high school. You should weird Catholic high school. Cha- n- Chaucer's unobjectionable in my opinion because it's so foundational to literally everything. It's yeah. It's I think so it's historically very cool. important. I think it's yeah. very cool and and also not that boring. No, it's Chaucer's cool. It's all about people getting bummed. And stuff like that. It's all about, you know, you know, I had the merry wife pretty and I took three farts down the lane. And, you know, it's 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 uh, gross. Yeah, it's uh, also a cool lot to of the sort of Canterbury see, Tales is to see how people used to talk. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. But but, uh, but my other yeah. thing is I'm fine with people saying that if, if the why if the young adult authors don't want to read anything challenging, that's fine. Uh, that was, uh, so I, I, it's, um, specifically on the Huckleberry Finn one, it's, it, they called it racist, which is like, that seems a little ahistorical given the fact that it's explicitly anti-racist, but I guess they say it's racist because the guy has the N-word name in it, so. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I once had a funny conversation. I, it's not an easy book to teach, especially, uh, given some situations, because so my mom, she teaches or she taught you know mostly black classes uh when she was doing stuff in 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 her home state i i won't give away what state she's in but uh and but one time she went on a rant uh to me about how they should never censor any books in school and not huck finn you need to say that word if you teach it it's like Mom, if you and your white ass went to an all-black class and said, okay, so we're reading Huckleberry Finn today. Mm. <laughs> we're going to say, and his friend was named Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of struggling with that. I, always find, I, I find that funny. Maybe she would be able to deal with it. I don't know how. I don't know how, like, a 65-year-old Jewish woman is supposed to say the N-word in front of a class of black children. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Um... It's a hard book to teach because of that reason. It probably shouldn't be necessarily taught. I don't think it needs to be taught in school either. It's fine. But I don't care because yeah. school, fuck school. It's my opinion. You learn more You learn more stuff uh, reading the books. On that, the streets. Yeah, no. You learn more stuff reading books on the streets. Sitting on your stoop on the streets reading reading books that they're not going to teach you in school because they're not going to. They don't like public school. Don't you, they don't choose the cool books. They choose like Will, uh, Willa Cather. Yeah, why don't they? Cho- <laughs> <That's fucking boring. laughs> Willa Cather. Uh, yeah, why don't they t- give you Elmore Leonard in school? <sighs> that would be cool. Who are authors that I wish that I read? Like, I don't like, read, like, so I have no stake in this fight. I mean, my my thing on the list is Virgi- the Virginia Wolf. Whoever the fuck is for that shit's boring. To the light, you didn't like to the oh lighthouse. My God, Wait, it's so boring. You ladies, doing I I like Emily Dickinson poems. They're pretty. I was glad that I read Emily Dickinson poems in in English class. Like, are those the classics that they're railing against too? No, they're railing that, against like um, who was it? Who it was? Uh, 
It's, is it also like all guy littered? They hate yeah. Hemingway because he's misogyny man. Is he misogyny man? I think they I don't, don't like. They're all. I often see the people not wanting any Shakespeare taught, which I what find is, is stupid. But yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, I feel like even if you know stuff is part of the white male patriarchal hegemon, it's still good to learn about historically important pieces of literature i, I think you gotta yeah. teach shakespeare it's, that's that one's too uh, important it seems pretty fat most of our words come from shakespeare yeah, you gotta teach shakespeare it's too important sorry 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 harry potter fans um uh, move over harry potter we're gonna teach uh, shakespeare because it's too what it's too who important. is this type of do you know any ya people people that went on to write like young adult literature life, or no. people that participate in that genre now do you because this seems to be a type of person that is online constantly this yeah. young adult type of person and they have a very sort of um what what would you describe their personality as? Sort Star of, Wars, um, just like love Star Wars, never stop. They love Star. Wars. They love Ahsoka from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> they love uh, Harry Potter. They love Star Wars. They love um, the what's the thing that's like Harry Potter, but the fantastic. I don't know. Olympians, the, Percy Jackson, know. the Lightning Thief, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. They like Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, I you know I never hear anything from the Hunger Games author. I hope she's normal. Yeah, I hope I she's not a weird turf. It's weird. <laughs> I yeah, that the Hunger Games kind of went away. That's weird. What happened? Uh, people realize that you can't rebel against the fops in the Central City, mm-hmm. and they just I everyone realized they wanted to be one of the fops in Central City, <laughs> as opposed to uh, as opposed to Cat Piss Everdeen. Cat piss? Cat piss. That's what they call her on set because uh, she smelled all the time. Yeah. Remember when everyone liked Jennifer Lawrence and then everyone just turned on her? Because yeah. <laughs> we need to sacrifice no, celebrities na- to the mob. Yeah, and then there were naked pictures of her and everyone was like, Ugh, how dare you? I mean, she got yeah, some she support got... there, but, but when the naked pictures got leaked, people would just be like, you know, it just... It kind of ruined her her whole thing. Not her fault, obviously. Not her fault. People are terrible yeah. like that. It's too bad. The one who's who's getting there an inordinate amount of hate now is Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because he's part of that church that hates gay people, I suppose. But yeah. every Christian celebrity is part of a church that hates gay people, so you know. Well, some what do you there's want? some Christian churches that don't. So, like the Anglican. Uh, part of the Anglicans don't. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm sure Chris Pratt doesn't hate gay people, but he probably uses the Christian line where it's like, you know, God hates the sin and not the sin. You know, you can saw it. You, you can be gay all you want, just don't butt fuck. Hate the sin, you know? love the sinner. <laughs> hate the sin, yeah. love the sinner. Love I the sinner. I hate what I'm doing I with hate. you right now. This gay sex that we're both doing. I hate it, but I love you. I hate it. I hate this sin, but I love you. I whisper <laughs> sweet nothings to you. I hate the fact that the the tip of your the the tip of your head is just gently brushing around the rim of my anus. Just I can feel it circling in a counterclockwise motion, lubricated by the sweat dripping down my perineum. And oh, I hate it. It's a sin. I hate it so much. Oh no, I hate I hate your dick slowly entering my asshole. I oh, I hate thought it, it was so his much. Head. It's a sin. 
Yeah, it's, I, no, no, not it was the head, head of his dick, not the his head of his, head. like, on top of his shoulders. Um, that was, we were actually directly quoting from a Lindsey Graham recording. Oh, so. right. <laughs> Lindsey Graham and Chris Pratt together. Lindsey Graham and Chris Pratt. Well, I love you, Chris. I loved you as Star-Lord. Um, this is so wrong. I can't do a Chris Pratt impression. Yeah, Chris Pratt, who gives a shit? I mean... The celebrities. No one gives. The, a the celebrities are are, are um, probably starting rumors about themselves. They're attention starved because they can't do what they're used mm. to. They can't. But like, I love beautiful celebrities. Uh, well, everyone's also been talking about Hillbilly Elegy, which I refuse to watch. Hillbilly Elegy. My yeah, dad gave me that book, and that I refuse to read it. I don't give a shit. Well, it's it feel it's it's one of those movies. Which is, and I'm surprised no one's made the comparison yet, but the movie that it reminded me the most of when I just heard the pitch was Pursuit of Happiness. You remember Pursuit of Happiness? Mm, I remember the name. I don't remember anything about it. It's a movie where Will Smith plays an impoverished single dad who, you know, works his way up in the business world. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I, but don't, it, I don't watch Will Smith movies. <laughs> not I, even my racist not even suicide squad yeah, it doesn't make me racist now if i don't like not them. even no. <laughs> i don't watch will smith movies sorry, i don't I, like them. i don't it's, watch, i'm racist I, because i don't watch yeah. will smith movies. no i watch independence I like day and uh i watch uh men in black one and two those are the only will smith movies i will watch thank you two but two is two is bad men in three black is better two? than two men in black two yeah. i watch the ones that have rip torn okay <laughs> you watch the ones that have ripped horn. Yeah, I love ripped horn. As I feel, I hate the sin, but I love the sinner. <laughs> As I feel the head of your dick rimming around my <laughs> uh, fucking gay ripped horn. He he ripped horn his asshole when he was getting uh, bummed out hard by David Duchovny. So it's winter time now. It's cold outside. Are you all bundled up? I, I got my long johns, and I got my furnace going, which is what I call my trash bucket that I set on fire how, with yeah, what trash you got, in it. You got, a, what, you got a furnace in your apartment? How do you got a fireplace? What do you got? I got. I, I just set a bunch of uh, ants on fire with a magnifying glass, and those little bits of heat keep me going throughout the winter. Also, the stimulation from murdering the ants. I attract them by slathering myself with honey. Mm. And I just let him crawl on me. Have you ever heard of formicophilia? No, I'm not. This is formicophilia. It's the sexual attraction to ants, and I burn the ants <laughs> and on the honey. <laughs> so I, I don't know where this is going. They're a little, real elaborate setup. But uh, yeah, I've always wanted to be fully dipped in honey and then have it harden on me, and uh, mm. then be have a bunch of insects eat at me. I'd like that to be encased in amber. Like a, that would be pretty cool. Like, yeah, that's what I want when I die. I don't want to be cremated or buried. I want to be encased in amber so that in a hundred thousand years, someone people can pull pull me out of the amber and bring me back to life or clone me. Because that's how good my <laughs> genes are. Yeah, they make a Jurassic Park, but it's just you. Yeah. It's just like a thousand clones of you. Yeah. But then it it turns amok, and then you start biting people. Can you imagine a theme park in like a hundred thousand years that's that's just clones of me? Yeah. Oh my god. And I, you're just roaming free. 
And there are slightly lar- there are large clones of you and small clones. Yeah, of we you. just set up some kind of fucked up hierarchy based on whoever is like the shortest and the most ripped. <laughs> Whoever's a little ripped dude. Yeah. Fuck, I hate that dude. It's like that chorus a thousand times throughout the, the on the tiny island. Fuck, I hate that dude. I'm gonna kill him. And so gonna kill that guy, guy, but he's just so. He's just so commanding, even though he's short. He looks like Something me. about him, you know? He looks like me, and he's interested in the stuff I'm interested in, but is better and is more ripped, and I hate him. Yeah, he's got a lot of, you know, muscle density per square inch, you know? I hate him. I don't like that guy. He's mm. a little ripped dude. It's kind of like that movie Moon with uh, Sam... Uh, what's his name? Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey, the pedophile robot in it. <laughs> the original, the original German police sex robot. <laughs> in Moon. Kevin Spacey. <coughs> Kevin Spacey is secretly uh, Gestapo. By the way, he's the last <laughs> member. <laughs> he's the last guy. He's granted immortality uh, through all the boy fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the curse. You know, he, he all the Nazi scientists got through with him. Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin Spackelmeyer. <laughs> you have been granted immortality, but you have to fuck a boy every year. Oh no! Speaking of Gestapo, you, this guy that you were talking about, Peter Coffin, he seems like a Gestapo guy. Uh, Peter, he's another. He's another Michigan. I shouldn't say he. It's they. They. Uh, this person. Uh, you don't get to be plural you don't get to be plural plural's not a thing they get to be plural no they don't no i disagree with steven i am fundamentally cancel steven on this. cancel me fine cancel me on you don't get to become plural they can become plural you're they it's just a it's a compromise what do you want you want to do the other weird pronouns like g yeah or i'd rather do that than than fundamentally alter the nature of plural in our grammar no, it's an uncertain gender. It's like if, okay, so like say someone is parking a car, but you can't see who they are. Why can't we just say that? But you're referring to parking the car. He, that you say they parked a car. He is no longer, why can't we just redefine, if we're redefining they, why can't we redefine the pronoun he to no longer mean male gendered? No, because there already exists so does a singular they. they in the English language. You're wrong on this They one. doesn't you're exist totally as wrong a, as a as a singular a sing they has always existed as a singular oh. when you're referring to somebody of uh of whose gender you can't determine okay so so by always you mean by like five years ago no not by five years ago say like you're uh say someone is in a suit say someone is in a full-on uh ninja suit mm-hmm. and it isn't clear from the outline of their ninja suit if they have big juicy titties or not uh-huh. <laughs> you know how would you refer to them instinctively you'd probably say he because you assume ninjas are men you sexist bastard but i don't know i don't know how to create this right, example so, but so, singular but why, does why exist. can't if we're redefining words though because singular th- no you would not just say they you would say he or she depending on what your best guess was i I think it's fine i think it's a fine compromise for non-binary people to have an existing word and then just okay let's set that aside to now though let's argue the point of should we grant people who are antagonistic like this person who's doing it as a bit Who's doing it? They're, well, yeah. Do careful how you say that. I we are in no position 
to say whether somebody is they for pay. But as Mm -hmm. both cis people on the outside of this, looking at this person, seems like they're kind of they for pay. (laughs) Right. Well, what do you know about that? I don't know anything about this guy other than I uh, don't like him because I'm not going to refer to him as they. That's so I'm. Okay, well, you're going to get canceled for that. I am bigoted against. You are bigoted towards towards Peter Coffin. Who otherwise are perfectly normal except that it because of a bit and they want to troll people they're make they're changing the way they want to be referred to yeah well I like that's that. yeah that's dangerous that's dangerous rhetoric of course because mm-hmm. you know people ascribe that to most trans people it's not actually I'm, dangerous because I, i'm not advocating for any kind of oppression other than linguistically which is not a physical danger to anyone well what i will say what I will say about this person is that they have the same energy as another person that we both know who was also seemed like they were they for pay. Uh, and this person is Ben Hopkins of Power Bottom. Oh, shit. Power Bottom, <laughs> Power Bottom was a band that was poised to become... They were the next big queer rockers. They were both non-binary people and they were, you know, they made catchy punk songs about, you know, loving yourself despite the world getting you down and then... Ben Hopkins, it turns out, was a huge rapist, and they used their non-binary identity in order to get... Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly a rapist. But yeah, many credible claims of rape, and the thing is, where we went to school... We could... You could uh, get sued for that, so... (laughs) Yeah, they, they they were doing shit like that. Uh, they, uh, they were doing shit like that back in, in, uh, college. And when they started getting famous, people were fucking, uh, pissed from college. Cause it's like, this isn't the person who should be getting famous. Cause they're an obvious creep who is using their assumed trans identity to hurt trans people to actually, cause that's what, that's what Ben Hopkins would do. They would play a show and then they would lure people in by saying, you know, you're safe here where in other circumstances you're not, and then they would uh, assault them allegedly. All of this is alleged, according to many, many, many accounts, alleged accounts. So, and I'm not saying Peter Coffin has done this sort of thing, although uh, this person also does have connections to a famed online uh, rapist as well. Alleged rapist. Ugh, God, it's so exhausting. Yeah, you gotta being say legal. alleged before everything. Okay, so how do I relate this back to Peter Coffin? Peter Coffin uh, started out as just a general internet personality. One time, they appeared on the Steve Harvey show where they kicked themselves in the crotch. He appeared on a Steve Harvey show. I think the show was like, um, you know, the world's stupidest talent or something. And then he kicked himself in the crotch, and then people laughed. And then, um, then uh, they started doing like video game parody stuff, like making songs set to the tune of, uh, like making Bioshock Infinite songs, but set to the tune of Modern Major General or something like that. And then um, they got sort of canceled for making up a fake Asian girlfriend who then liked all of all of their racist jokes. 
uh, their explanation for it was that they got catfished. They were being catfished. Once you once you pretending. fuck up like this, shouldn't you be stripped of your respective pronouns, though? That's, see, well, that's my argument. Like, it's punishment. No, we punish, no you can't punish, do that. We punish you for being a bad no, boy. No, the trans people don't like that. Well, we, I no can't matter say how a bad much, boy. What you sh- can't, no matter how much right. Caitlyn Jenner fucks up, Here, no matter how much you hate Caitlyn Jenner, you gotta call her she. Here's a problem. How what you know the cop song? How do we ungender the cop song? The cop song. Yeah, bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What is it? Bad child, bad child. What you gonna do? Sure. Bad child, bad child. Uh, what you gonna do? What you, you just suggest? See, it's easy. It's easy. It's not that hard. I don't understand why you, you're getting it in your craw about this. Oh, because... Um, it's in your craw now. Because I, I fundamentally don't believe you have the right to determine reality as an individual. That's mm. why. It's not determining reality. It's just saying, For you know, uh, when a word is used in this way, it makes me feel slightly better as to, you know, what people address me. Every right. Day. I think it's totally reasonable. I think it's fine. And if, and if I want to be an asshole, then I get to be one, basically, about it. You do? Yeah. So cancel but, away. You know, what I don't you're have saying, a job. That's... Cancel me. I don't have a job. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that's the only thing you can do is try to get me fired. Yeah. So go for but it. But no, you won't be. Ca- but I'm just saying that's sort of the argument that Jordan Peterson uses, like when he was saying, um, because that was his thing that it's not that he didn't respect people. It's not that he didn't respect trans people. It's just that he didn't want the government to find oh, him for yeah. using no, the wrong. And pronouns. I don't. I don't disrespect trans people at all. I disrespect non-binary people. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why? Because, because I. That's not. Because I'm very black and white. So I can <laughs> okay, understand. I can understand trans people. I can understand someone being like, I am, actually a woman, or I'm actually a man, mm-hmm. but I have different parts. Some got swapped, but the people who are like, no, I'm something different that you will never, never understand. I'm a thousand genders. I'm zero genders. I'm divided by pi genders. One, those people don't exist. I mean, they do exist, but very, 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 very few of those people exist. Most people are just say like, I don't feel male or female somewhere in between or somewhere altogether. Why can't you pick one? You can just pick one. Because it doesn't feel right, you Uh, know? It's it's hard to explain. Nothing feels right in this world. No, nothing feels right, but this feels particularly bad. Apparently people get dysphoric about it. Is it is it that bad for the people who are neither? Yeah. I mean, you know, would you doubt if someone if someone just because you can't see depression doesn't mean someone isn't suffering, you know? You have to, and that's the scary yeah, thing well, about mental health things depression is that only you have to for, take it on faith. Depression only exists for me. It's fake for everybody else. <laughs> You're right. Everybody else is faking it because they're lazy. <laughs> they can <laughs> the just snap with, out of it. I can't. It's the same with dysphoria, you know? Yeah. Uh, I am I am dysphoric being a man. I don't want to be a man. It's gross. I fart all the time. But I also don't want to be a woman. And I also don't want to be non-binary. I guess I want to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Jo- everyone should just go back to being suicidal. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> look, trans people don't have a problem with being suicidal. Great. <laughs> it's, it's a That's all. Let's very, join them. Very highly suicidal community. Let's get some Dude, gas this on is the, the episode. subway. This is the episode that's going to get us fully. Let's, let's all, we're done now. Let's all jump we're in front of the train. The last episode of House of Decline. 
all because of fucking Peter Coffin. <laughs> all because I was defending Peter Coffin's right to use they, them pronouns. Despite being a big tool who is, who does seem to be faking it for the clout. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <clears throat> I'm the only one who will be canceled. Which, cancel me. Cancel, uh, cancel you away. You will not. I'm uncanceled. You can't, you can't. The fundamental point is we are wrong for doing this. You fundamentally can't question the transness of people that c- claim to be trans. Uh, only other trans people can do that. Oh. We don't have the right. So I guess that's why I got to become a they them. And then, no. and then say he's faking it. Right? No. Right? That's because that's no. why he that's why this person is doing it. <laughs> and so you can't I tolerate don't. that because he is a fascist fundamentally for adopting something in order <laughs> to then be able to be untouchable and criticize other people for being fake trans people because that's what he's well, doing. They are f- they are far from and so untouchable. What you uh, are also, doing does, is, they is, do the, is they lib do ideology. And the lib ideology has infected the trans community. So now the only way you can you can actually criticize it is to join it. So it's it's like mm. metastasizing in a in a crazy way. <laughs> I don't think that is mm-hmm. true. I think Peter Coffin is a rare case. Someone like Ben Hopkins, where they're an extremely narcissistic person who wants to be famous at any cost, and they cynically see a niche of of people that are embracing something that has increasing popularity because where once it was hidden it is now flourishing and people are expressing themselves more and i think that's good and i think that's wonderful no and i think people need to not express themselves and they need to be more bottled up <laughs> this is crazy well, art needs to be no. made illegal yeah yes. no more art we shall only have um we shall only have uh, Witcher Three. Yeah, Witcher Three shall be the only. I art. was thinking about how we don't need more video games since because we got Witcher Three. It was the best one. <laughs> really, yeah. you're standing that much for Witcher Three? Yeah, it's 3? the best video game. It really is really great. Oh man, you should play it. Witcher Three is a good video. Back on the trans issues. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, let's. We have had an out. No, we had an out. Wedge issue. <laughs> no, we had no fucking. Fuck this. This is gonna be. I'm serious now. Because the UK is doing some fucked up shit. So the UK just passed, uh, the, some judges in the UK uh, said that puberty blockers are now illegal for anyone under 16. So people that Ooh, were on puberty blockers really? now have to go off of them. Yeah. Oh, it yikes. was a real fucked up thing. Like, the, the real hatred against tra- trans people is really ratcheting up in the UK. Hmm. It's very interesting to see because it's interesting to see... Also, like what you say, a liberal country, an ostensibly liberal com- uh, country, go backwards on identity politics. Take a regressive stance on identity politics. Because, you know, it, it shows that uh, people are willing to use these people as a wedge issue. It's not about the inclusivity of liberalism anymore, but rather about, you know, the enemy defining of fascism. The uh, the we have to fight these people at all costs because, like you said, they're changing reality and they don't mm-hmm. get to do that. Everyone gets to change reality, Stephen. No, I defy you. I just no no one can change reality. Every we all change reality every day. I change reality by farting at butterfly. No, because nothing. You can change ever, reality by saying, you know, "I feel bad when you call me he, so call me they, please." But nothing. And then you no, say, "Okay." But I'm fundamentally. What's that Greek? What's that pre-Socratic who said nothing changes? 
Can't, huh? can't, there's a pre-Socratic who said nothing ever fundamentally changes. I have to look up which pre-Socratic it was. W- which pre-Socratic? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Parmenides. Yeah. Hermenides? I think it was Parmenides who said that nothing changes. Well, you know, uh, trans people change. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but their essence Two doesn't change. cis white guys offering their opinions on trans people. Hey, it's because we're the, we're the two smartest guys on this podcast. Who we're else? the two smartest guys. On this podcast. Who else are we going to get? Yeah, yeah we're not going to get. <laughs> Can't get anyone smarter. We're all we got. But here's the thing. I want, it's not, see, Peter Coffin won't hurt cis people peter coffin is going to hurt more trans people which is why i feel we need to do a psa about peter well part of what i disagree about is that you the use of wrong words can fundamentally hurt someone in a way that 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 um justifies some of the hysterical reactions you get for using the incorrect what about the n-word though what about i mean i'm not gonna say it but I don't think you should shoot someone for using it. No. You think you can punch someone for using it? Potentially, if some yeah, if someone calls you that, you can potentially punch them. Hmm. I don't know. How many people do you think actually do receive retaliation for using that word? I like whenever I see the videos of some some lady at Walmart screaming at a black person. She never gets hit. Yeah. They just all film her, and then I guess you I mean, might lose your job. Well, what like <laughs> that's like, what kind of, like is this something that needs justice to happen? Is it is it and what what is the nature of justice in terms of if someone says something mean to you? Um, well, I think what's the as correct far as I know recourse in my very uneducated medical opinion but I, I read a lot on this issue because I like queer issues is that gender dysphoria is a real thing it really really affects you fundamentally to your core when somebody misgenders you and it's constant it really feels like a knife twisting in your fucking brain and if there's something simple that people can do around you to mitigate that you know it would be nice if they did and I think you know it's not unreasonable well, it's not unreasonable to ask that. And if you know somebody feels this way and you persist in like calling them the knife twisty brain thing, knowing that it causes them harm, you know, I don't, know, I don't feel it's that you can't really justify it. And it can. And while I don't think misgendering alone could ever ground like a legal or a human rights action, I think, you know, that combined with a persistent action, because, you know, usually when someone is shouting the N word, too, it's it's not. It, it's an invitation to assault. It's an invitation to threat as well. It's it's designed to deliberately hurt and demean somebody. And while I don't think, like you said, I, I don't know what the response to it should be in terms of punishment uh, or in terms of exacting justice on it, but in terms of whether it can be used in context to severely diminish and injure a person to the point where punishment would be warranted, yeah. I absolutely think I mean, that could I happen. agree with you when it comes down to the two genders. When <laughs> when it when if there's a a male transgender person or a female transgender person you should definitely use he or she whatever they want. I just do mm-hmm. not see it with the neutral people. 
The they them the pronouns. They, them why? People. Because but why? Why is that such a difficult just step to pick take? One. Why? That's what they say about bisexuals too. You know, just pick one. You can't be. You can't be more than one. Thing. Okay, but bisexuals I, don't get to be called. Don't request special treatment. Well, you've never met bisexuals. What is a bisexual <laughs> doing? <laughs> like, what, like they're not. They're not like requiring polygamy to be legal. Uh, it's like, I have to be, be awesome. married to, to a man and that, a but woman. But that, that doesn't even follow from bisexual. But, like, what are what are trans people requesting, you know, to They're be requesting legal? for that. me to use a, a, a plural word in a singular way, which is a grammar Nazi, which I, 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 yeah. I admit I am, if I'm a, any kind of Nazi, I'm a grammar Nazi. You're a grammar I, Nazi. <laughs> I don't like doing it. Okay, okay, uh, okay, Chad. It hurts me on the inside to use they (laughs) in singular fashion. Fuck off, (laughs) fuck off. I've read no, too much no, of the classics. I refute. I Stephen does not represent. I've read, my way, views. I've read way too many classics. I can't. I can't. Maybe divorce. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what the YA <laughs> authors were right. Yeah. <laughs> Reading Hemingway makes you transphobic. Reading Chaucer makes you. I transphobic. don't think I'm being transphobic because these are, are are the are non-binary people trans. Yes, they are trans. I They're thought part trans, of the whole was trans just umbrella. was just a male who thinks he, who who not thinks who a male thinks who that. <laughs> a male who who, uh, who uh, is, you know has female parts. I you know I, I'm not familiar with this. No, no, they're all in the umbrella. I'm they're something you never heard umbrella. of. I'm something you can't define. It's just like grow no, up. They're very easy to define. No, grow I up. I feel like it's it's, it's extremely fine. immature, and it's and it's. I feel you lack imagination. Oh, no. I don't think so. Yes. Yes. You need know. to... I know non-binary people. I don't doubt what they say. They track as non-binary. <laughs> Not that you even have to present to be a non-binary person. But it's just like... Uh, sometimes... I mean, sometimes... Why do you feel like a man, you know? I don't necessarily feel like a man. There you go. But I'm then, okay you know, with being called he. Yeah, but these people aren't, I suppose. Okay. I mean, I like, know. you know, to in order to be polite, I will try not to offend people in general. But I'd, if other people, you know, I guess I just, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm a terrible person. I don't think you're a terrible person. I just don't think you've met non-binary. I don't think you've participated in a lot of queer spaces. I'm your I'm your main link to queerness, mm. and I'm about as white and cis and mayonnaise as you could possibly get. So, right, well, but you, you know, you're not going to catch me going to a DSA meeting, so I won't really mm-hmm. ever interact with people who who <laughs> request this kind of stuff. I mean, just I from living from from just being in a in a queer neighborhood in Toronto. I just interact. Just going to a dog park. There are a lot of non-binary trans and trans dog owners. So, I I know them. I interact with them. I believe in what they say, uh, and I think you should too. Yeah, well, I'm I think everybody be, should. I'm going to be I'm labeled a bigot for the rest of my life. I guess I get into arguments you, with other people about it too. I just don't. I'm not gonna. I, you just gotta meet somebody, and they just gotta treat you right. You know, that's how you're gonna. That's how you're gonna figure it out. You just gotta meet a they, and they gotta be like, "Ah, hey, you're all right." Mm. You know. No, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna change my mind. 
What what would change your mind? No, I don't think there's anything that you know could change my mind to agree to this paradigm. The non-binary paradigm. Yeah, I don't I don't accept it as a as as being real. I guess which you know. Okay, well that that is like that is the Jordan Peterson position. So well, he's not my I don't he's know. not my favorite guy either. So <laughs> no, you don't have to accept him entirely into your life. But um, the th- like the jo- Jordan Peterson's argument comes down to not wanting to get fired over it, which I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's fine to fire people for whatever reason, you know, right to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's where a right to <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure no no unions either. Uh, and you know, fire people based on what their use of language. I'm, that's great. That, this is why it's like the it's the crazy lib mentality. It's the K hive oh, mentality. The they them. Oh yeah. That's who the K hive is. So, what? No, yeah. K hive hates they them. What really? are you talking about? I yeah, would think they would the love it is, because you get to police no. people so much. K hive is extremely transphobic. That's a feature of the K hive because um, because of K- Kamala Harris's uh, consistent practice of putting um, trans women in men's prisons and trans men in women's prisons. Well, they should Be- see the so- light because that's right up their alley. This they would love it. <laughs> I'm not the person you should try to con- go go uh, proselytize to the K hive because once they learn of the destruction they can wage on people's careers for uh, minute grammar errors they would they would just fall in love nah that doesn't uh it doesn't really happen when's the last time you heard a story of someone being seriously fucked with for like uh it's about using to, the it's wrong about premise. to happen to me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what are they gonna take away from it? they gotta dox you <laughs> unemployed dude living in michigan we're gonna uh, they're gonna you. come steal my car <laughs> <laughs> the arc of this podcast will be me getting you, forcing you to accept uh, non-binary people. Well, I don't but know. Peter Coffin is dangerous, and they're probably not actually non-binary. That's that's all I've got to say. Ben Hopkins wasn't actually non-binary. Ben Hopkins was a dude who wanted to take advantage of trans people, and I am comfortable saying that. I know that's that's very un-PC of me to say, but. Well, they got Having canceled. Been familiar with the dude on a somewhat personal yeah. level. They they yeah. got canceled, and I'm saying they because I'm referring to two people here in a band. Oh, both both Ben <laughs> and Liv Bruce, <laughs> both members complicit. of the band. Yeah, I mean, also this kind of this argument of mine comes down to this like prescriptive versus. Sorry, I'm typing. Sorry for the typing, guys. Prescriptive right. versus descriptive grammar philosophies. Are you familiar with okay. that? It's like, no, no, give a lay me on it's some It's almost kind of like reactionary versus um, leftist in a way. Hmm. Um, so prescriptive, let's see, is like me, where it's like, no, there are hard and fast rules to language, and we don't change it for anything, because there's hard and fast rules to language. Descriptive is like, no, it's like how the la- you, language is, how it is used, and it like changes at, throughout time. Yeah and it can change so i'm very conservative with my language ideology which is i think basically where this is coming from because you know in general i have goodwill towards people um especially weirdos because i'm a big weirdo <laughs> yeah when the weirdos when the should. weirdos are trying to tell me how to use language though i turn into a grammar nazi and start goose stepping mm-hmm 
Well, okay, so you know what that reminds me of? Um, there's a concept in left-hand path magic mm-hmm. where in order to, you know, appropriately do it, you need to believe in something wholeheartedly, but you also have to be able to discard it at a moment's notice in a way combining both, you know, prescriptive and descriptive. You need to create, in order to do magic correctly, you need to create a system of hard and fast rules that are unbreakable and that you wholly believe in when you are utilizing them. But if, you know, something changes around you, you completely discard it and then create another set of rules that are hard and fast or unbreakable, but only for the time that you're actually using it. And I think that's sort of what language is more like, where it, it or or to use another metaphor, uh, it's sort of like cornstarch and water, you know, oobleck. It's sort of like a semi-solid where it's, you know, when, once you hit it, you know, it becomes solid. But once you, you know, let it relax, it sort of becomes loose again. I think language sort of operates on both of those levels where you sort of need you know, that sort of strunk and white rigidity to define discourse in a certain amount of time, but it can never, just because people are individuals and mimetic, you know, you can never hold on to the rules for too long, and at the end of an era, they become outmoded, and then you need to create a new strunk mm. and white again. Just, you know, we were talking about Chaucer earlier, yeah. you know, we don't talk like that anymore, so... You know, maybe we something should. had to change, and I'm glad we don't talk. Maybe, about, we maybe you would have been happier. Maybe you would be yeah. happier if we just t- spoke Middle English. But well, one and a right so which, and pretty, <clears throat> though this goes to Vincefel. <laughs> which impulse is more powerful, right? The 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 impulse of language to change, or the impulse of language to stay the same? Because Ouroboros. Wouldn't it Wouldn't it make sense in terms in times where the language is changing quickly to then try to hold it back? And then in times when the language is not changing to try to push it forward. I think this is, uh, you are describing uh, the essence of human evolution itself, uh, which is the struggle between attempting to evolve and then fearing that we have evolved in the wrong direction. Oh, we, <laughs> we evolved wrong! Oh no! I mean, All these gills are useless! We're land creatures! The, the, in, it, right now the evangelicals are like, fine, we have evolution. And I guess we just did it wrong. <laughs> fine, you're That's right. That's why we have homosexuals. All right, fine. We're 100 years late. Evolution's real, but homosex is wrong. <laughs> it was, we did it wrong. We got to unevolve. Oh, my God. That was uh, on the other side of that. I think I was talking earlier about gay Thomas Malthus. <laughs> or, or just because I hear a lot of gay people, like antenatal gay people, expressing Malthusian views and they don't even know about it. It's just like gay people are like, babies, ew, breeders, right. stupid breeders overpopulating the earth. That's a very popular position amongst uh, some people that I hang out with. And I, I think it's funny that they're accidentally you know, expressing this Scroogean, Malthusian uh, you know, very bourgeois view of people not, people shouldn't be having children because of like, um, you know, oh, the carbon footprint. When it's when the people who have the majority of the children, either you know, people in third world nations, don't contribute shit to the carbon footprint. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, global warming's not real, so it's fine. 
Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm I have. Uh, I can get canceled for a, a different reason. I'm gonna. Un, I'm gonna uncancel myself and recancel myself right now. Okay. You yeah. got. Okay. So you accept non-binary people now, but yeah. What but, are you getting? But canceled now global for now? warming is fake. Global warming yeah. is fake. It's fake. How it, is global warming fake? Well, they're trying to. That's why they're turning everyone trans with their microwave guns. Is because they <laughs> want. Uh, they're using global warming as an excuse to 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 make it so we stop breeding so that you know a special elite group of people can control the world i'm talking of course about <laughs> rich people sorry no i'm being a, a post leftist right now uh, you're being peter coffin right now <laughs> this is this is what peter coffin actually says really is he uh, one of these guys return. who's like about the conspiracy like really into the conspiracy stuff no they're they're not into conspiracy theory. they're into very um plotting the thing is if you so after this peter coffin person stopped doing parody videos they started doing these really theory-laden boring boring documentaries on youtube that caught steam with sort of snarky internet leftists um but sort of defining itself against uh other funner youtubers by being more smug uh mm. that's sort of that's sort of really what defines uh peter coffin is this bill maher like smugness that you know is not pre- however you feel about contrapoints mm-hmm. she does not come across I like, as fucking i like smug. contrapoints contrapoints yeah, are like a we lot. all everyone likes contrapoints uh um, very smart and you know Peter's argument is that you know lack of pretension and that and that humility is actually you know a feature of self-hating lib bourgeoisie type people. So uh, he they actually politically justify their smugness. What if I allow for one more gender, just one more? <laughs> the Joe Biden the Joe Biden method. Remember when Joe Biden was asked how many genders there are and gave a <laughs> wink to the camera and said there are at least three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's three and that's it. No more. You can't. There's three. You can't do any more after okay, three. Okay, we're getting somewhere. That's progress. What's your third one? Um, you, I mean, the most third... people just accept non-binary as as like a catch-all what, third what gender. What if? Okay, what if this is so convoluted? What if the third gender is plural? And then the third gender is. And then we can justify using they them in my crazy mind, and I'm fine with it now because I'm just gonna. Oh, you're a plural. Actually, that's not bad. But uh, the other thing about it is that's um, because they're bi-gender and agender people, right? You know, what you're referring to are people that feel as if they are multiple genders, as if they are uh, female one day and male the next. These are gender-fluid people. A lot of drag queens identify as gender-fluid people. Because uh, that's the thing, is there are a lot of gender identities that do defy categorization. And, you know, you can either live in the world where you're doubting these people. And most trans people are people that I want to hang out with because, like you said, they're weirdos. They're cool, you know? By, you know, they've sort of been pushed to the edge by virtue of their identities. So, uh... Or you can live in the world where these people are all faking it for clout, which is what I did accuse Peter Hopkins... uh, Peter... (laughs) Peter Coffin of doing, and Ben Hopkins. But I think those types of people are few and far between. And uh, you should take most people at the world because it's a it's a funner and better world to live in. 
Yes, except the the point of life is suffering. And <laughs> there you go. anything that can increase the net amount of suffering is the option that I will go for. Mm. And, and it pains me to do so. It causes me great <laughs> suffering to misgender you, but I must do it because the meaning of life is for us both to suffer. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's the Mother Teresa strategy. <laughs> seeing. Oh, you're poor? Oh, you're poor? Come live in my house. We're going to give you some horrible disease. Have you had smallpox? Have you had typhus? Ooh, let me watch you suffer. We see the Christ in the broken body. I'm going to watch you die. you got the die. most broken body of all. Yeah. Um, that's why the antidote to Mother Teresa would be little rip dudes. Well, why don't we get just beat the individuality out of everybody and just start cloning me? Let's just clone me. Just or, or, no, <laughs> let's, pick a, let's pick someone neutral. You know, yeah, not no, gender simplified neutral, but, you know, further. neutral. <laughs> Only one gender, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had that, I, that, that the narcissistic put, um, the narcissistic drive for a cult where you name everyone after you, that's always been my dream, um, which is why I, you know, I was envious that you stole the idea to break into the prison and, and join Keith Raniere and help break him out because I wanted to do that. Okay, we can both do that. I think we should ask Keith Raniere what he thinks about um, non-binary people. He's yeah, Keith Raniere is going to be the next guest on the podcast. Oh, Look God. out! I, can, straight from straight from Brooklyn. Can we try uh, federal? Can we try to call? Can him? we try? Are we going to try and call Keith Raniere? I would love to. Uh, <laughs> okay, stay tuned, folks. That's going to be the next. Yeah, episode. next episode is we're going to have to contact Keith Raniere, uh, federal inmate Keith Raniere, on the line. Um, because uh, he's got the highest IQ in the world. I don't know if you knew that. He does have the highest IQ in the world. He is the smartest man in the world. Um, he is able to... The thing is, his method is so powerful, <laughs> he could just will himself into believing that he's not in prison, and he won't be. You know, That's how powerful it is. So final topic of the day is it's getting cold, and we're going to move to Israel where it's warm. Yes, and uh, oh, we are going to take Israel. a we're going to take a little Palestinian family's house. Yes, um, we're going to kick them out into the warm weather, whereas because it's beautiful and mm. sunny Israel, and they'll be fine. Look, the only banks the Jews control is the West Banks. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's get on there. Let's get to Ramallah. What, why can't we have this house? It's on a bank. <laughs> we are. <laughs> 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 they say we control the bank. Okay. Yeah, it's a casual anti-Semitism. I like being. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I like being militantly pro-Israel. I like That's, it. So you in most of the country, yes. most of America is very pro-Israel, really? which is very funny. I guess it's nice to see this legion of rednecks rapidly, rapidly chanting for the militarization of the Jewish people is very funny. Somehow, cr the the crusade gene has been like bred into the Anglos in, a, in an intense way. It's really a remarkable feat. Well, it's true, though, yeah. because, you know, the whole Bush era was the fucking crusade gene, yeah. you know, being activated in these weird fucking Protestants. I think the, the reason for the Iraq War, more than anything, might really just be crusade. It was a crusade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need to take the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And, you know, that's why it's sad that Internet atheists became such a laughingstock, because Christianity really is um, 
a deadly well, force. Well, all the internet atheists became like anti-trans people. So yeah. Yeah, they became anti-trans. They also became anti-feminist, anti-trans yeah. people. I'm I'm sorry for being so anti-trans. I hope people listen to the end to hear my apology. You're. It's. I think people know where you come no, from. I think no, people, probably if not. You were, if you were ever confronted with a non-binary person, I mean, I, you would I absolutely there, say they them. There is a. I. I you know. I'm not going to reveal them, but there's. I have that potential. I know of a they them. I could meet. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm extremely antisocial. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I believe that we must increase the suffering of people to please our angry God. <laughs> <laughs> he will not we need stop. the blood sacrifices. It's not going to stop sending plagues and bad politicians to haunt us. Mm. Well, here's the thing, Stephen. Is uh, it's good to have it's good to have someone to butt up against. It's nice to hash out these issues with someone who's skeptical, but clearly has a well of compassion. Yeah, they can draw from if ever if ever faced with this. Now I'm talking in the condescending way. Well, <laughs> I can be just. A, I mean, voice. in terms of being like that, it's this to me. This issue sort of did not have a a very much debate. It has been demanded. The acceptance of it has been demanded, and mm-hmm. unfortunately for me, debate is required before I accept something. And to well, the, the thing is, I would. Sorry, I interrupted. That's you. all right. Keep well, going. just too often uh, people assume that you can't change your mind. So I have to have. I either have to have my mind changed somehow, or I'm irredeemable. Well, I would disagree with the premise that there wasn't a debate about this because you know the debate about third gender pronouns goes way back to the '90s too. It just became way more prominent in mainstream culture. Uh, because of, I don't know, probably Laverne Cox on Orange is the New Black. <laughs> because, you know, trans people started getting representation in media, and a lot of people who had never seen that before were like, wait, there's a thing? And it sort of entered into the conversation where I don't think it was necessarily forced on people, but I think by the time that most people became aware of the highly developed uh, culture of trans people um, and the fact that as an insular community they tend to go after people who they think are hurting their own. Laverne Cox you know, is the pronouns are she. Yeah, Laverne, La- Laverne Cox is not non-binary but um, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure she would go out for the non-binary people. Imagine, well, imagine recent- Harry Potter if you could choose your house. Alright? <laughs> you know, the whole thing would fall apart. That would be. That's a much better. That's a much better uh, thing than the fascist. You know, you are this way, and you'll never be another way. There is a sorting hat, and it's in the uterus, and you put it on when you're still in there, and it tells you your gender. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh my god. Sorry. That's very lit. That's I. I. It's the very. The culture has gotten so like complicated now that there's no like you can be you can be accused of being a nazi for despite like for just the most convoluted shit mm-hmm. that um it's all it's very fun it's a very fun thing uh you just you know can't hold a job with a boss <laughs> if you want to partake 
That's you gotta. That's why you gotta be bar stool. You gotta. You gotta make your own bar stool. That's yeah. what we're trying to do here. Uh, we we're trying should to make our own bar stool. Yeah. Ne- coming next week, um, along with our interview with Keith Ranieri, we will be asking him about all the stock tips um, because he again <laughs> is the smartest man in the world. Smartest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> him and Jelaine who will be joining us by satellite. Uh, you know, she'll. She's just being kept awake with. Uh, with water torture. It was called Chinese water torture, but we had to change it to be PC. They, yeah. Now that Chinese just torture us with viruses. Yeah. <laughs> oh Whoa. We're going to drip, Wuhan drip this. solo. going to drip this virus very slowly into America. <laughs> I want a war, okay? I want, I want a war with China over this virus. No, we're going to get a trade war. It's like a war, no. but everyone just becomes poor, hot except hot, for seven people. I want a hot nuclear war. I want an exchange of nuclear arsenals. Yeah, I thought we would have mutants by now, mm-hmm. so it's the way to jog it. I want superpowers. Yeah, I want mutants. Yeah, I definitely want... Yeah, I think that's what we get in the future. Uh, you know, gender won't matter, because we'll all be mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll all have, we'll all look like globs of goo. We'll all have tentacle beasts. Well, we'll all be, we'll be able to create kids uh, in, in little vials. And we'll be able <laughs> yeah. to make them, you know, whatever we want. Yeah. Well, well yeah, their genitals won't even matter. I mean, once we Everyone... start mass producing people and people become products, which is basically what, another argument against this, um, you know, rampant individuality is that you you're basically commodifying <laughs> yourself um well yeah uh uh the the uh, impulse will be to just do clones i do think we will see clone human cloning um because of you lefties <laughs> because of us lefties, of lefties. i don't understand i don't follow the logic there you lefties you guys are gonna just start cloning yourselves because it because yeah you're gonna have uh you, instead of you know you're gonna go from surrogacy to just cloning you're gonna have a clone you're gonna have two dudes with, oh, a, a, with a clone reproduction. yeah bunch of bunch of weirdos with clone children being like yeah we just cloned myself and i'm gonna raise a better version of myself and then he's gonna clone himself and raise a better version of, and instead of natural reproduction we're gonna have this horror show of just like the same narcissistic people cloning themselves over and over again. Yeah, but the clones degrade very slowly over time. Yeah. So in a generation, everyone becomes, you know, the Wally people. Yeah. The the thing I like about the right is the is the constant sex apocalypse that's always happening around them. Mm. I really enjoy that because it it we're, we are in the sex apocalypse right now. Like sex apocalypse, and the you know how are we in the sex apocalypse? Because well, Big Mouth, tra- they allow Big Mouth trans, on TV. Trans issues are not like it's the sex apocalypse for Christians. Oh yeah, this you're is, right. And, <laughs> and even though I can be canceled by like people um, on the left for things I've said, I would be canceled by people on the right also for things I've said, which was a blanket acceptance of all male to female, female to male trans people. Like they don't accept oh, yeah. that. Well, I you know you you caught in the middle between you you're willing to accept one thing but not the other. In time, Stephen. Mm-hmm. In time, you will come to know the beautiful ways of not prescribing any gender to people. No, and just being like, what, hey, you're fine. What we need you're is fine, a king. Clarice. We need a king who's also our god to tell us what to do. 
who's also a corporation. Yes. It's uh, Nick Land, folks. Nick Land. No, it's right. Google. You're right. If Google is Google. Google is God. will tell it's us God-gold. what to do. Yeah, you know, well, we we are making God, but uh, it's not going to be Nick like Nick Land. No, Nick Land's the worst. Nick Gland. Yeah. That's that's where my that's where all of my feces fecal matters are produced. My Nick Gland. Mm. He's just always spewing it. I wonder what I wonder what Nick Land thinks about transpia. What thinks about non-binary? I mean, he probably doesn't care. He, for he probably thinks something disgusting and horrible about trying to kill them. Yeah. Which I man. I mean. Yeah, he's. You not ever great. think about? You ever think about how easy it would be if you just you know had the, a dogmatic point of view that you yes. just never strayed from? Yes. And you were always certain in it. I'm, yeah, of course I. That, that's I'm, I'm a very black and white person that's my whole that's why i'm like that it's the easy way out okay because it's but if it's the easy way out mm-hmm. and you're trying to increase suffering yeah. then wouldn't you suffer more by not having an ideology boom yeah. roasted nope. yep. yeah drop. you roast me that's true that's very saint augustine yeah yeah that's it the harder uh, the harder thing to do the thing would be to accept be accepting of all people and yeah. in any way they in any form or any fashion they want which is what jesus would do jesus would say they them jesus would say they them. would we are as as calvinist scholars we can we can say john brown would fucking die for these people john brown would what say would they john brown yeah how, what would john brown i wish we should go back in <laughs> no, time john brown would probably be very problematic what if we went back in time and kidnapped little kid john brown so we had enough time to bring him up in the new in, the, in this time <laughs> we, we just totally pussify him but he doesn't like guns anymore no no <laughs> When at what point, what age, John Brown? Could we go back in time and kidnap, and then get him to come forward in time, and then and then start the second civil war? Mm. I mean, he basically started the first civil war. Yeah, that's why he's not thought of as a hero necessarily. <laughs> he did basically instigate well, yeah. a civil war. It was necessary. Uh, it was going to happen. That's anyway. a retcon, by the way. That the the direct action people really love it was not necessarily necessary well yeah i can't say anything for certain but no no i think even with my limited knowledge of american history it was going to happen anyway and if it wasn't john brown it would have been somebody else it would have been an insane amount of death happened though like an insane amount of death oh yeah it was it was one of the maybe like the worst it was the most violent war up until ww1 right yeah, if that if that is what's necessary for the social change, then I don't know if social change is worth it. You can't uh, say I don't know. Like this, it was the Civil War worth it? I don't know. That's a crazy amount of death that happened. Well, you're, you're, you can't. Uh, you cannot alter. You cannot alter what has happened. So it has to be worth it because it's the only thing that can happen. Oh, that's a... Because it already has. That's a philosophy with a name, but I don't know what it is. Fuck. Mm-hmm. If it happened, then it has to have happened. Or it has to have been worth it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What's that called? Hmm. Positive... Positive... Objectivism? Positivism? Is that one? I... Or, yeah. It's like uh, the positive approach to faith. Once again, returning retro- to our ultimate theme of Calvinism. Retro causality. Everything has been preordained. Is it retro causality? Sure, let's call it that. Mm. It's retro causality. Mm. It's what little rip dudes believe. Little Richard. 
Was he a little ripped dude? <laughs> he was a little He's ripped dude. He's on my hit list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a little ripped dude. Prince on my hit list. If Prince wasn't Prince, dead, Prince was a little. Yeah, ripped, if dude. Prince wasn't dead, I would uh, be hiring a contract killer right now to take him out. <laughs> Why? Yeah, because he's Cause a he little was Jehovah's Witness. He's a little ripped, dude. No, oh, he's a little yeah, ripped. He pissed dude, me right? off. He was, being, he was too little and ripped. Yeah, yeah, turning me on was, when I was, was having too much swagger. He was turning me on when I was ten in the grocery checkout. It's not allowed. Hmm. Turning me on, turning also, a little ten-year-old boy on with his <laughs> sexy guitar. <laughs> you know, you know who recently. Became a little rip dude. Ooh. Elliot Page. Oh yeah, the ultimate little rip. That's dude. very funny. Good for Elliot Page. <laughs> yeah, Elliot Page uses they pronouns. God damn it, my enemy, <laughs> my enemy. No, it's not right. God damn it, language has rules. You can't. Good night, everybody. You can't change the rules. Steven's still freaking out. <laughs> Sorry to every trans person that sorry to every non-binary person and trans person that listened to this. Except the ones that use he or she. I, those people are probably like cheering right now. Like yeah. Well, those people are Our those people won. are called true scum. Our team won. No. No, we need to accept all people. Gay people want to shed trans people, okay. but well, we then, can't trans well, then people. What about the binary Nazis? trans people want to shed non-binary If you got to accept all people, what about the Nazis and the alt-right? You got to accept them? Roasted. Roasted. Boom. I'm done. I'm done. What are you going to do? We got to accept. We got to have. We'll have the non-binary people and the Nazis. They'll all be in a mosh pit together. It's going to get bloody. Yeah. Now, what we just need to do is make some living space. Okay, you know, how do we go? We gotta just make <laughs> some living space for us. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be called like uh, something cool, like living room space. And what we're gonna yeah, do? Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Rahm Emanuel. Uh, he used to have something uh, that he called the Laban Room. R- Rahm Emanuel uh, he called it Al- the Laban's Room. Also known, Rahm Emanuel, also known as the Desert Fox, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Too many Nazi jokes. So now we're really canceled. Okay. We love you. We're going. We're we can't. We're not successful, so we can't be canceled. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. Tune in next week for our interview with Keith Raniere. Goodbye.